the Creative Entrepreneur Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Show. My name is Rosh. It's so good to have you here. And if you are not watching live, I, I recommend that you stop on by on Mondays, Eastern Standard Time, and visit and ask a question related to your creative business. I've really been thinking this through, and I want to really start you know, putting my money where my mouth is, really start supporting creative entrepreneurs more so out in the world. And I, I would love some of your ideas on how I or we can do that better. How can I support creative entrepreneurs? I, I've been I've been supporting them with my podcasts and my YouTube channel and, and blogs for years. I, I've literally helped millions of people and it's such an honor, but I, I want to be more tangible about it, I guess, in some way. So let's think about how we can do that together and your ideas. You could uh, leave your ideas at roshsillers.com. That's where the uh, the blog is. And of course, you, you know, your favorite uh, place to uh, listen to podcasts, you can do that too. Of course, the YouTube channel also, which is where this show is live. Okay, so this week's show, we're talking about managing social media, managing your social media. And I think a lot of people do it very wrong. Um, I'm not saying I do it perfectly. That's that's for sure. But social media, you know, a lot of times we just take the social out of social media and there's so much more to be had there. As many of you know, I have my combination code and that is 7531. And the one is channel building, learning how to build your channel. And and I'm not necessarily talking about a YouTube channel, although it could be, but understand that you should have a channel that you're most well known for. Now, if you're a visual creator, creative entrepreneur, you should probably have something like an Instagram or Facebook, something that you know, well, not not necessarily a podcast per se, like I've done. Uh, but you know, if you like to talk tech and technology that you know related to your industry, that could work out. But you should have one that is your core, that is your go go to place. For years, it was Twitter for me, and it literally took me around the world. Twitter literally took me around the world and built my business. But so did my podcast and my blog. They all work together to support each other. These days, YouTube is probably my go-to. If you said, what is your one? What is that one in your 7531? It's definitely YouTube. But as you can see, I'm doing a podcast on YouTube that goes to iTunes and Stitcher and and Spotify. So, you know, you have to have other support types of social. But a lot of times people just, especially companies, they open up a Facebook business page and they just post stuff, press releases, things. And if you really want social media to work for you, you really need to work social media. You really need to be go going beyond the front of your feed. See, a lot of times we look at the front of our feed and comment to people who are commenting us versus really going out there and finding people that we can collaborate and have commonality with. 
that we can actually support each other. In other words, being proactive at um, you know finding the the right people that can support you. So those of you who have listened to my work or read my work through the years know I use the solar system method when developing a social media plan. And what's the solar system method? We've actually talked about it in various forms for marketing and other types of planning. But I use the solar system method because it really is easy. And really what you do is you start off with your sun, which is your website. That's where you sell. And then around it is your blog. And then we have inner planets, such as, well, YouTube or a podcast or Flickr or Vimeo, places that generally hold good media that we can then share with our outer planets. And our outer planets are where we engage. This is where we engage. We engage on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. That's where we build the community and then we drive people in to our inner planets, to our blog, ultimately to our website to sell. And that's the solar system method. And I actually, I have some videos on, on that. If you're interested, just look up solar system method. I've talked about it on a few shows. It, it really is a good way to visualize it. Many of us creatives, we're, we're visual people. And so since we're visual people, planning out our our social media plan visually can really help us understand what we need to do. But remember, focus on that one, and then maybe over time have some other supporting types of social. But you don't want to spread yourself out too thin. There's new social all the time. Clubhouse, for example, that's a big one right now. Everybody's on board. If you have iOS, um, I'm not in there because I don't have iOS. Um, that happened with me with, with Instagram, too. Uh, if you recall, Instagram first came out on iOS and then uh, Android platforms. So, uh, you know, it took a little while for me to get on those just for that fact. But you don't want to spread yourself out so thin that you're just posting stuff. Posting stuff. See, there's two things you can do, especially when you have a business as an entrepreneur. You can approach it as this is my one of my core socials which I am really engaging in developing community around. And we'll dig deeper into that in a moment. Or I'm just showing that I'm open for business. And that's quite often where people are with Facebook business pages, especially. And even sometimes for Instagram. Just posting stuff once in a while to show they're open for business because people want to see that they're, they're active. The business is still open. And there is value to that. It's, it mostly will be people who go there once and maybe like it and leave and never come back. Never come back because they went there to see if you're open for business and now are going to your business to engage with you personally there. And that's how that works. So you have to update your pages, your accounts on a regular basis. LinkedIn, for example, is another one. Putting something up of value once a week. And continue to, to keep a regular routine of consistency. See, here's the thing. Consistency is important in the sense of understanding people can see that, okay, this person posts once a week, or this person posts once a month, or this person posts once every six months. Look, if I see that nobody's posted for six months, I'm probably thinking they're not active anymore, and maybe they're not in business anymore. Or maybe it's just not worth engaging with them. I want to see that they're still active. Have you done that? Take a look. 
take a look and see how to, you know, find the right people that will want to engage with you. Take the time to dig in deeper and you'll, you'll find it if you decide what that channel is about for you. Is it an open for business channel or is it an engagement and community channel? If you really want to build the engagement community channel, which can be very beneficial, of course, well, then you need to decide what is your niche. What are you the specialist in? Because one of the great things about social media is is what certainly worked for me, is that I was able to build myself as the expert, which led to book deals, which led to speaking engagements, which led to new clients. It was all there. Because I specialized in something at the time that was very unique. And and that really was helpful. So let's jump into some of the things that people often talk about and maybe dispel some myths or maybe, you know, kind of say, prop them up. Say, hey, yeah, this is what you should do. As we mentioned, consistency, that's important. And I think that is just as important for you as it is your audience. But like I said, if you see, if you think about how you approach, think about how you approach a new channel. Who do you follow? Who do you, who do you subscribe to? What are the, what's the criteria? Think about that for yourself. Now look at your, your social media. Does your social media meet the criteria you use to select people to follow? And usually you follow people that have a specific niche. You have something, there's something that you're interested in. And so you follow people that offer you that information or that entertainment. And so you need to consider that for yourself. If you are, if you we're looking at your channel, would you follow you? And that consistency element is keeping you on track. So if you say, I'm going to do a, you know, post, let's just, just start off with Facebook. A lot of times people say, how often should I post to Facebook? And really it's the same question for YouTube or Instagram or any place else. Some channels, more is better and some a little less is, is better. YouTube, you know, you don't want to do six videos a day necessarily unless you're they're high quality. But the, the number one rule that I use is to continue posting t- to the level at which quality goes down. When you start losing quality, there's a great example that I often use is when I, I tried blogging again a few years ago every single day. Every day I would gain subscribers and lose subscribers and I pretty much stayed flat. But I'd, I'd lose a lot of subscribers because I was not producing the level of quality posts that I had producing had produced beforehand. And so people would say, well, this, this is junk. This is not as good. I mean, I subscribe for this one reason, but I'm not getting this quality anymore. So you have to consider that. And the same thing goes on Facebook and Instagram. So going to Facebook, as I, I said, I was going to say, use that as the example, is that how often do you post? to Facebook. Well, start off with once a day or once a week. Start off with something that you can manage and build it from there. Build it 
one step at a time. Don't say, hey, you know, if you're jumping on YouTube, I'm going to post every single day. No, start with maybe once a month or once every other week or once a week. Probably once a week is better. Don't do once a month unless you have a really high production kind of a situation. Do at least once a week. And if that works in your workflow, then go to twice a week. And that's true with the other social. You know, Twitter, you can you can post quite a bit on Twitter and it's, it's no big deal. Uh, Instagram, you can post more on Instagram, you know, three, four, five, seven times a day. Not so bad, but there are other channels that it's not so good. So start to look and see what the successful social media people are doing on the channel that you're trying to build. What is working there? For the most part, it all works about the same. They're all trying to keep people on the platform. So when you're, when one thing I hate is when people, when I subscribe to somebody on their channel and I get a message from them, this is common in Twitter, but there, there's some other ones like this where, you know, they then tell you to go meet them somewhere else. Okay. Thanks for following me on Twitter. Go see me on Facebook or Instagram. Not, does not, no, no. It's hard, it's hard to take people from platform to platform. That's why it's hard to, unless you already have a huge, huge audience, you can, and it's the same topic, you can bring some people to YouTube, but for the most part, people don't move platforms. If you like Instagram, you like Instagram. Another question I often receive is how do you post? And we just talked about how often you can post, but how do you post? Do you post organically, meaning do you upload on each platform individually or do you use something like a Hootsuite or a Buffer? And there are many platforms out there that you might want to consider. I've used Hootsuite, I've used Buffer among some other ones, but ultimately I really do like to upload organically. You're, you tend to be rewarded by the platforms if you upload organically. And as I mentioned before, and was kind of alluding to, I know I've gone in a couple different directions here, but the point is, one, they want you to be involved with their platform. And so getting involved in their platform and going around and engaging with other people is helpful. But when you're trying to figure out what should you post, always think of it this way, no matter what platform you're on. What would the people, and this is the same with YouTube, we talk about this all the time on YouTube, What would the people that enjoyed your last post enjoy in your next post? And that will help keep you focused and not go all over the place. Kind of like this podcast has been going. <laughs> I've been, I'm, I, this is live and I, I, a comment catches me and throws me for a loop one direction and another direction. I have to just remember not to read the comments while I'm trying to talk to you on the podcast. But I am looking for your questions, so it, it, is, it is helpful. But uh, we do have a number of people here that are live. And that's always nice. And uh, I hope uh, some of you who listen to the podcast regularly will actually come by and, and check it out and a- ask questions. It is, it is always nice to, uh, to catch up with some folks I know who've been listening to this show for a long time. That leads me to the next thing related to social media. Time is your friend. Time. I, I have to tell you that I have done very well in many areas of social media. And, and it's not because I am the best social media person. 
That is certainly the case. I am not the best social media person, uh, but I've outlasted because people had such high hopes that they were going to get so far in the matter of one month, six months. By the time a year is done, they're done. They're out. And I'm still chugging along. And before you know it, it took me two years to get where they wanted to go in six months, but I got there. And so just keep going. Keep that consistency over the long term. When you look at social as a long-term game to find your combination to keep sharing and building that audience and satisfying that audience, asking yourself, what is the next piece of content that the people that enjoyed the last piece will enjoy next? You will win and you'll keep growing. But again, you have to remember, there's some catch-22s here. The big audiences are big. They're huge, but they're full of great, wonderful people, entertainers and educators and social media personalities, and they're going to rule the day. And if you have that, go for it. But if you want to rule a niche, you can do that and do very, very well with that niche. But you also remember, sometimes those are smaller audiences, no matter what. Those are smaller audiences that will never give you the 100,000 subscribers on that channel that you're building. It's just not going to happen. Now, maybe over time it will, because over time, more and more people are interested in come and go. For example, there are a lot of YouTube educators that have hundreds of thousands of, of subscribers, but you know what? The views are not that great. And it's true with many channels. A lot of educational channels are that way. They have many, many subscribers but the views are not very high because there's a turnover. People who want to learn about YouTube, they'll subscribe to a YouTube guru and follow them and they don't get very far and they leave. And so that, that happens in many different niches. And so maybe you're really interested in somebody who knows Instagram really well and then you do your Instagram for a while, but then you leave. So you can build. That's where the time thing comes in. You're just continuously because the people don't unsubscribe. And so it's a lot of dead subscribers in that count. But the number looks good and it helps show some resilience and, of course, some authority because it's not so much that there are 50,000 people who are watching every video, but 50,000 people did say yes to that person or said yes to you. But that's a time thing, and you'll get there over time. There are many ways to approach social media. And one of the things I've often fought against is the idea of giving the social to the least senior person on your team or your family. I mean, social media is your connection, your face to the world. If you had a big client, you know, big presentation, would you give it to the intern? who just came on because they're young? No, no. And this person is your face to the world. So the best person to do social media for you is you. It's hard to be you. It's hard enough to be me. And it's hard enough to be you and for someone else to pretend to be you or your company. Now, if you bring somebody on that maybe 
has some technical skills but doesn't know your company well, well, then definitely work very closely with them. Train them well, and then they'll be fine. But you have to train them well. You can't just say, oh, they know how to open up a Facebook account, a TikTok account. They know how to use um, Clubhouse. So they're in charge now of the social media. No, no, that's not the way it works. You, You remember, this is the face of your company or you. You need to make sure you have somebody that you trust and truly understands who you are. And that's going to take some hand-holding and development together. Eventually, you'll be able to let them fly away and do what they need to do with your, with your social, but you should really work closely with them. There are many ways to develop. You can develop yourself. Maybe you just want to, you just want to, but you want to become an influencer. You want to be an expert in your field. You want more work. And sometimes by being out there, see, social media hits four out of the four areas of marketing that we talk about. We talk about developing awareness. Well, social media certainly can develop your awareness. People know who you are. They see your name. They see your answers. They see your face, your imagery, your product, whatever it may be. Driving traffic. Social media can drive traffic to your website. It can do a great job of doing that. Um, social media can help support your so- your search engine optimization, which can make it easier to be found by getting your blog posts or new products or videos out there learning so people can learn who you are. Conversions. Look, people who know you, know who you are, know your face, know what you're all about, are more apt to buy from you. It's a lot easier. If someone searches for a product or service and then sees your name in the results, either through, say, Facebook or maybe through you know, a search engine, they're more likely to click on your listing because they know your name. They're familiar with you. They've probably developed trust. And that is such an important thing. Social media can help develop trust. People start to feel like they know you. They start reading your stuff for a while or watching your videos for a while. They feel like they know you and they'll start to talk about you if other people are asking for a referral. Say, well, have you tried this person? And that can work really well. Follow-up is another area. So awareness, traffic, conversions, and retention. Keeping your customers, keeping in touch with them. That retention element. We work so hard, but we don't do what we need to do to keep our customers. And social media can help keep you top of mind because if people are following you in social, well, then they see your name rather than it just dying off and wondering what you're up to and what's going on. And that once again, still in business and letting them know. Managing your social media comes starts with a plan. So have a plan. Use that solar system method. Decide what your consistency will be. And even more importantly, what will your first channel be? You can expand over time, but pick a channel, maybe the one you're most comfortable with right now, to find that niche of what you're an expert, expert on. Yes, I know you probably do six other things. It doesn't matter. Pick one and become the expert there. And... Once you have the client on board, you can then maybe upsell to other things that you are able to do. So that's how that works. But if you try to be all things to all people, you're probably nothing to no one. And I've certainly learned that the hard way in many socials as I try to branch out too far. I've learned a lot doing that. And I've learned a lot niching in and really developing my expertise. And of course, then selling more because of social.
and social can help you really soften the ground to help you sell more overall as you honestly get that awareness and traffic. So social media offers a lot of opportunity. Managing social takes a plan. I, I, I highly recommend over the next week that you that you start developing that plan. It's a good time of year to do that. It's the beginning of 2021. Time to look at all of your marketing as you develop and grow your creative entrepreneur business. We'll talk to you next week on the Creative Entrepreneur Show.